one. Go, oh, go time. circle message. Welcome to the big if excited face emoji with Luther and at D'Angelo hashtag big if familia send. Uh, what up, dude? Circle. Uh, great to see you. Uh, ellipses. Feels like it's been a little bit. Heart eye emoji. Um, <laughs> uh, missed you a lot. Eggplant emoji. Winking face. Ellipses. Send message. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. So how far? How far are you into the Netflix sensation known as the Circle? Uh, I am nearing completion of. Season one, I'm probably about two thirds of the way through. I haven't really made a ton of progress. Um, I knock it out here and there when I can and when I feel like I have the attention span for a little television viewing. Um, it's taken yeah. long. It's taken longer than it should take. Yeah. That's true. Um, I'm gonna. I've, I told you this in a text. I kind of text you as stream of consciousness thoughts come up when I'm watching the show, but. Something that really has I love bugged it. me. Like, I uh-huh. what I, I I it was fine the very first time it happened, but I really dislike how every time somebody got voted off, they brought in somebody new. Sometimes they bring in two somebody news, and I just like the season could have been fewer. Do you think they did that to extend the season, or after the first one, are they like, oh shit, we're gonna be done in like three episodes if we don't slow this down? Like I don't get the new. The, the new addition so often. I get it every once in a while to kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they let a new person show up. But it was like, bam, new person, bam, new person, two new people, guy with his yeah. mom. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, I completely agree. And every time they do that, it makes me upset for the people who have survived. Yeah. What do you Because what? this person just. It's like shoots and ladders, and this person would just roll the right dice and went straight to the end, or that fucking one Candyland card that brings you all the way up to the gumdrop forest, and you're right there. You got like an automatic chance to win there, just by virtue of you coming in late. Yeah, that's not cool. I don't love that. I think, if I remember correctly, the last episode I watched right before I left to go out of town for the week, um, I actually think they voted off two people. And if I'm not mistaken, it, oh, was yeah. two, it was two of the new additions, and they were they were in and out pretty quickly there. Good. So, yeah, that's exactly good. Good. Um, have you started following any of them on Instagram? Uh, Outside of Shuby. No, just Shuby. And he um, – I don't think the episode ever dropped, uh, but we reached out to Shuby – told him about how big of fans we were, tried to get him on the pod. He has significantly more <laughs> Instagram followers than I would have thought. Um, but he did not respond. I don't even know that he read it. But as of now, as of recording tonight, we do not have Shuby scheduled to be on the pod. Well, you know, he may just be too big of a shit for uh... – for the big if at the moment, but he's going to regret later on down the line in like, I don't know, 2027. He could have been in on the ground floor here. 
because we kind of still are looking for our, I, early on when we were kind of just like doing like a pilot episode we had our boy danny on but have we had a guest other than that no i'd love to have him back on because that episode never even aired i don't think yeah it's in the archives maybe um, when we hit any, it big yeah. we'll have like some unreleased episodes that you know people hadn't heard that the longtime fans will really enjoy yeah. Yeah, we'll put it behind a paywall, um, no free ads, and, uh, you know, start making money on some of this ridiculousness. Well, some of my favorites are still in there. I know Joey's still alive. Um, Joey! Shuby's still alive. Um, And Sammy, who I have a real soft spot for, she's still alive. So... A lot of my favorites are still. What do you think about that? uh, Love it. What if I were to do like a long line down that? Do you think it would be just as enticing as as Sammy? Um. Yeah. Well. Or would I need to grow? Would I need to grow boobies to make that happen? No, I think as long. Let me pull your sleeve up. Let me see your arm. There we go. There we go. I think if you started hitting some good like shoulder and tricep days, if you got that te- ooh hell yeah, make it dance, little mama, dance for me, little mama. Yeah, that a boy, that a girl. Let me thicken that up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Hey, circle message. You got your next contestant ooh, right here. Did you just drop your audition tape right here on the pod? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need one of those uh, little, like, you know, the backgrounds where they're like, hey, I'm, I'm Jeffy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, hey, I'm thirsty. Let's do this drink review. We've been doing drink reviews the last couple. Let's get so, into it. We've, yeah, this is, um, I, you know what I need to, we need to create, there's a lot of production that needs to happen on the show, and I'll take responsibility for that. But we need to create, like, a, if we're going to have this recurring segment, we need, like, an intro. Song. Yeah. Or maybe- Even if it's just, like, a ba-da-ba-ba-ba drink review. Yeah, a jingle. It leads a little catchy little intro. A little jingle. All right. All right. All right. What are we reviewing um, today? So this, I'm actually going to make my own little combination. It's not just one thing. It's not like when I mm. did the Liquid Death. Um, I forget what the other one was I did. It was so just twisted lime. Or yeah. Something so or... today we've got two things I'm going to mix together. We're going to start with this Alani new blue mm-hmm. slush flavored energy drink, which has the name Whitney Simmons on the bottom. I don't know who that is, but it's the Whitney S- Whitney, Whitney Simmons. Simmons. She she must have a lot of I energy. I think, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess she's some sort of influencer. Uh, maybe TikTok, maybe something like that. Because on the on the, the cherry slush flavor or some other flavor, it has uh, Addison Ray. Are you familiar with Addison Ray? I am. And actually, I have a um, six degree of separation to Addison wow. Ray. Uh, all right. So someone who works with my wife, 
um, scratch that, someone who worked with my wife before she was fired, uh, and I might be, I'm not breaking any news here. Um, she came up to uh, work at this fashion store my wife works at for like a day, and she is um, the definition of a fucking turd. Okay. Um, truly doesn't listen to you whatsoever. She talks right past you. She was staring at me while like, not staring at me, but looking at me while she's on her phone and just talking on the phone while we're trying to watch TV. We let her stay in our house overnight. Um, this girl, her big claim to fame was that she was fucking Addison Ray's father behind uh, her back or something like that and was being a real like, it was like a real sugar daddy situation. Now, I, I guess that's a big deal because of TikTok, but um, she acted like it was like the biggest secret that we had to keep when I'm not plugged in whatsoever. So um, I would love for, I would love for this particular episode to get as much press as possible just to tell that girl, fuck you. You were the worst house guest I've had in the however long I've had a house or been living places, period which is all my life, uh, you're the worst guest that has ever existed. And that's my connection to Addison Ray. That was scathing. Really? I didn't mean to be scathing, but she really, she was a, a real I love um, Just the kind of, like, if, 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 like, a baby boomer were to complain about millennials and Gen Zs in the same sentence, this is every, she's everything that they would say. Can I ask a couple questions? Fire away. This girl, how old is she? She is like 25 or something is like that. she attractive? That. Um, she is attractive, uh, but my wife showed me pictures before she got the job and afterwards. Afterwards, she started putting on like an inch li- thick layer of, of makeup, and it just, it was fucking gross. It was gross. So, this 25 so, year old. Yes, she's attractive. This attractive 25 year old who was working with your wife, she was sleeping with. A- Got fired recently. She, she was sleeping with Addison Ray, the TikTok star's father father who i guess is a producer some sort of producer in hollywood um we were actually watching the circle that night and she's like i should have tried out for that uh is addison ray's father currently married to addison ray's mother or another woman was this an affair that was going on this i believe so yes was an affair then uh something hit the fan Page six caught a hold of this, and uh, there were a couple articles published, and she started making a big deal out of it and bringing that shit to work with her, and she got canned. Was this is breaking news, baby? I feel like I'm breaking news. We are one million percent posting this clip on social media. <laughs> Do you okay. think? Well, did her. Did her in, in entrapment? Is that the word? What was the word that 
Jada Smith was using when she was sleeping around with Will Smith or on Will Smith? Entanglement. Mm. Was this entanglement entanglement directly related to her losing her job? Uh, From what I understand, yes. Um, But honestly, I don't understand that much. And uh, the only reason that I really remember it is because it, it gave me so much pleasure to hear that that um, this awful house uh, house guest just um, kind of got what I would have liked to happen to her when she stayed over at our place. She, you know, it's not like it's not like we're living in Los Angeles. I'm in Napa, California, it's, and it's not like bars stay open late. But she managed to find some way to stay out late on her own stumbled into our door, you know, like my wife would have gladly uh, brought her home with her. You know, she's, she, I don't know. It was just, you had to be there. She was the worst. Well, fuck her. All right. Fuck anyway, her. back to this drink review. We went on. And now hopefully page six picks up on this. I agree. That could be big for us. Maybe page seven or eight. It could be, it could be huge for us. The big if the <laughs> big for the YouTube the too. big if podcast is reporting that the father of TikTok star Addison Ray is involved in an entanglement with a 25 year old recently fired fashion worker. That's, yep, yep, and I, I'm I'm guessing that it's over you now. You heard it here up. first. Remember where you heard it first. If you didn't read it on page six in the last month and a half. Then you heard it here, where we break fucking news. I love it. Circle. <laughs> All right, drink review time. We got we got the Whitney Simmons Blue Slush flavored Alani New Energy Drink. It's ten calories, um, no sugars, four grams of carbohydrates. Whitney Simmons. Yeah. I've had it before by itself. It's very good. It's my favorite flavor of this brand, Alani New, but. So what we're going to do, I got a cup of ice here, and we're going to go with about halfway full with the Blue Slush Energy Drink. It's got that nice blue tint to it, good effervescence. Mm. Mm. Now I'd like to bring... Natural blue tint, I think. Absolutely. Uh, the next thing I'm going to bring in here, I'm excited about this. This is uh, Nature's Nectar 100% Pure Coconut Water. Mm. Tropical hydration. Uh, this is 35 calories per serving. There's four servings in this 33.8 ounce. Um, it's not a can. It's not a bottle. It's like, it's almost like a box. But there's, so there's 140 cal. So we're talking 45 cows. For per serving of this mixed drink, give or take, I didn't pour the whole blue slush thing in there, but that's only ten calories. But yeah, if I would have poured the whole thing in there, we're looking at forty-five ish calories. So now we're gonna go coconut water on the top. Okay. Um, I don't have a stir, so we're gonna give it a little swish. Maybe use my pinky to just swish it around a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna make note of that. Um, and yeah, I have high hopes for this one. I think this combination is going to be money. All right, here we go. One sip, keep it healthy. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, really picking up on that gulp sound. I love it. Thanks to our audio engineer. That's fucking good, man. This is really good. This is real good. So, okay. Well, what is the radius system? Are, do, are we doing 1 to 10? Is this yeah, like no, I'm doing 100? 1 to 10. It's a 1 to 10 scale. Um, 1 mm. or lower is fucking garbage. I wouldn't even finish what I had in the cup. 10 is phenomenal, and it's probably going in you know, a, a pretty regular, uh, repertoire. This is good. I'm not going to give it a 10. Cause I think we've talked about this before, but you go too high. You don't leave yourself a lot of wiggle room in the future. Yeah. I understand that. A, Although give it, give credit where credit's due. It's a due. solid eight, three. It's a solid eight, three. Ooh, that's really good. The, uh, you're getting some of the, uh, I'm definitely getting the blue slush flavor, but not it, the coconut water mm-hmm. kind of cuts it a little bit. And you can definitely taste the coconut water flavor in there as well. It's a good mixture. For eyeballing it, I did a pretty good job mixing that up. Hmm. Nice. And how much of that 8.3 do you attribute to the old Ooh. pinky swirl? Because I'm sure you got some resin or some sort of something, you know. In those little, uh, in that little pinky fingerprint of yours, that um, the pinky it. swirl probably added a point two, point two. Oh, okay. So this would have been yeah, an eight point one without a little pinky bump. So I'm happy mm. with it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna enjoy mm. this throughout the recording. Excellent. Nice. Well, this uh, this concludes another uh, successful drink review. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, I uh, recently uh, was kind of looking, you know, taking a look at yeah, the old hairline see? over here, and uh, I just saw a little dinning, you know. Obviously, I've got some gray hairs that are coming in. Um, starting to get that little pepper, which I don't mind. doesn't bother me so much, the color, but the thickness of my follicles is lackluster. And um, so I decided I'm going to do something about it. I'm, 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 uh, I have ordered him. Have you I heard have. of him? I don't know anything about it, but I've heard of yeah, him. Yeah, him's is like a, like a, Hems is like a male um, deficiency company that um, if you are feeling deficient in bed or with about your hair or about probably, you know, you're depressed about work. I bet they got something about that, too. But, um, yeah, I uh, I guess I'm, I texted with some sort of person and then I paid $270 for a six-month supply of some sort of spray on thing that's not even supposed to see results until six months, which is quite the fucking racket that they got <laughs> going because they've already got my money. Um, but uh, I ordered it literally like a month ago and zero has come. So I'm feeling real good about hymns right now. Uh, and especially since they say the earlier you start it, the 
better the results. So um, it's in him's court. And uh, I really wish that they would just send me the product that I have uh, already paid for. Can you for. track so, it? Um, Addison Ray, if you pick up on this, can I ask you to... Uh, it's not a. It's not even shipped yet. Hmm. So they haven't sent me where a shipping. Is, where is it being shipped from? Um, so yeah. Anyways, I, I thought that'd drop that in. Good question. Um, I think Florida. Maybe? I've heard you really got to keep up with taking that stuff. Like but once you start you it, could, you got to keep. You got to keep going. Yeah, this is supposed to be like a. I don't even know if I like just spray it and get like some nice condensation going, you know, in this area or something. Um, you know, I've got a little dinning going on up here too, but uh, yeah, I've heard the same and I'm willing to give this a go. If it means, uh, you know, just a slight boost to my daily confidence, especially since I work from home and see my dogs about um, is the only person I see all day. Would much. you ever you know, Could you ever see yourself it. as a like a Scott Van Pelt kind of just dick the head kind of guy? No, uh, it's hard for me to view myself as that. I thought you were going to ask if I saw myself as like a hemsfluencer, um, in which case that's also no. But Scotty Van Pelt, um, you know, he's a Mizzou guy. That's cool, but I don't. Uh, I don't know that I could totally bick my head. Although, if I if I if it was so thin up here that I was like, you know, um, just this side stuff over here, yeah, I might um, have to consider it. I don't mean to fact check you live here in front of however many people will be watching this, but when you said he was a Mizzou guy, that that just did not sound right to me. Million. Old Van Pelt's not a Mizzou guy. He's not. I John, thought he was a Mizzou John guy. Anderson Maybe it's John Anderson. Is. Scott Van Pelt's a Maryland guy. Ooh. That is uh I don't know how you recover from that. I could have sworn that I saw him <laughs> um, not in front of an audience like this. We have... This audience is cutthroat. They expect hard-pressed, breaking news, um, and truth. Fucking truth, you know? It's such, it's a, such a... It's so scarce these days that uh, we promised our audience this, you know, right at the front. Um, they know that when you say a solid 8.3, they can expect a drink of solid 8.3. Uh, so I just want to... If there's any way to retract what I said... Uh, it's already we on could, the internet. We could just edit it out and post. Yeah, that's true. So, true. well, let's let's yeah. you know, let's catch up a little bit. What have you been up to? What's new with you? We've been doing lately. I ha I've been busy. I've been busy. Um, I've been busy with work, which is good. Uh, I've had a couple of visitors recently. My sister and brother-in-law came out, uh, and we went to a cool, like, porch, something called Porch Fest out here. My dog's really licking the pillow over here. Um, but uh, the big event that happened recently is I went to, um, it was 
like a four day event out here for cancer research called the mm-hmm. Jimmy V Foundation. Scott Van probably heard about this. Um, of course he has. Uh, most of the packages actually are donated, I found out, by ESPN because they've got like NASCAR weekend or, uh, you know, go watch a Duke game with Coach K in his old office, stuff like crazy, like cool things that sounds like, like fun experiences. Um, but one of the things that they auctioned off recently, and this is, mind you, this is at a dinner that um, is pretty high profile as far, well, high profile. It, it costs a lot to get into a table. And my wife and I were invited to this. So um, I don't want to make it seem like I paid a lot for it. Although 100% of proceeds go to cancer research. So um, if you want to say I paid for it, then I'll, I'll take the credit. But I didn't. And I'm sitting there at this table and there's all sorts of auction lots going on that are cool. Um, and for fuck knows what reason, um, I decided to this year, you know, at the welcome event on Wednesday or Thursday to pair my credit card with an auction paddle. And at the time I was thinking, you know, maybe there's something in the silent auction that I could, uh, bid on that could be fun, even if it's, um, you know, even if it goes up to a thousand dollars or something, maybe we'll see. Maybe there's something really cool, like I don't know, a signed Scott Van Pelt Mizzou jersey or something like that. But there wasn't. You know, I decided not to bid on anything. And so, uh, anyways, lots of wine pouring at this event. I mean, Napa, right? Lots of wine going on. Lots of drinking. Lots of uh, fantastic food. It's fantastic time for good cause. Did the ticket but, include like yep. all you can drink, or are you like buying wine as you go, or? Yeah, it's all you can. I mean, it's all you can drink. It, it, it's not right. billed as all you can drink, but it's hosted by wineries at these like elegant locations. So, you know, the vendor will will like donate. You know. 100 cases and they're just people walking around like it's keeping a cash your bar so yeah there was a lot of imbibing going on no not a cash bar um because there's a lot of other cash flowing around and uh there happens to be one auction lot for a six liter bottle of screaming eagle 1992 screaming eagle cabernet sauvignon now, for context, this is the first vintage ever produced of Screaming Eagle in a six-liter bottle, which is 12 times the size of a regular wine bottle that you see. Um, it's, it's a collector's edition type of thing from a really, really prominent, like, high echelon wine here in Napa Valley. It's a collector's thing. And uh, last year, apparently, there's, there's only two left in existence. Last year, one sold at an auction somewhere in the world for half a million dollars. So, um, we're drinking, we're having fun, um, and kind of egging on each other about like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if uh, we just, you know, bid right at the beginning of this 
and um, you know, just joking about it. Well, the oh bidding started a hundred thousand dollars. So already I'm like, nope, not even gonna, not even gonna like joke around and have fun about this. Like that's it, this is serious business, Jeffrey. Stay or Luther, stay in your corner, um, and just keep sipping on little wine and you know have little parodies and stuff. Stay small, my friend. And little did I know uh, that once it reached around 175, 190,000, um, I see the auctioneer point towards me and go, 200,000. And I turn around oh, and my God. wife's got the paddle up right here. So for, for about three seconds before we were outbid, my wife had committed us to spending $200,000 on six liters of high quality grape, old grape juice, um, which. Yeah, that's horrible. About gave me a fucking heart attack. And uh, it was scary. And it was a major shot of dopamine, um, an overdose of dopamine for um, about three seconds. And. Whoever outbid, I think it ended up selling for like $275,000. Whoever outbid, I don't care who bought it. I just want to thank the person who bid right after us because uh, you saved me from being ruined, completely <laughs> ruined. And, uh, Can I ask I guess a couple I of follow-up questions? Um... Fire away. Let's just say that uh, for some reason the bidding does not go past two hundred thousand, and you, my friend, are the winning bidder of this six-liter bottle of of grape juice. Is that like a thing where they like? Is there like a payment plan? Are you? Do you? I mean, I, you can't pay for a charitable thing in like installments, like on layaway or anything, like. Would they have tried to take $200,000 off of your card in that moment? Um, I don't know. Uh, if they did, they would have quickly found out that the max that my card will accept is $12,000. And uh, <laughs> they would have been shortchanged big time. So um, I, I don't know. I have no idea what would have happened um, or how they would have held us to it if this would have happened. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't, it's not like I signed anything, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, it felt binding at the time. Um, so I have no idea exactly what would have happened if, if this would have, if we would have maxed out at $200,000. I've never seen two hundred thousand dollars. Coach I've K never was held sitting near you, right? So Coach K saw really close. Yeah, next down. table over. Yeah, it would have been embarrassing in front of Coach K. It would have been such an embarrassment in front of Coach K, um, and then this uh, other guy, um, Devin Still, who was really inspiring, dude. Uh, he was former defensive end for the Bengals. Uh, was there really inspiring dude, but um, would have been a major embarrassment in front of Devin the, still you know, had a uh, neck legend. injury and they thought he'd never walk again. And he did. Right. Uh, 
I don't know about that. He was there because he was sort of an ambassador for this because his daughter. That's what cancer, it was. Never mind. That's what I'm thinking. And about. he um, was, yeah. Yeah. And he was kind of sharing the story of how his family got through that, where she's at in her, you know, remission and recovery. Um, and just kind of helping promote some of these doctors who are, on the front, you know, the front lines of cancer research. It was an amazing event, um, but it also could have been the event that, um, you know, made me flee to Mexico. Um, I'm trying to read this with no while you're talking to me, and I'm, I just got to the paragraph. You probably already know this, but in November 2015, still announced that his daughter Leah was in remission with no signs of cancer. She beat it. Yes. She beat it. And um, he, he shared, uh, he shared uh, you know, his story about it. Um, and there was a great video, you know, like little videos of, of him, like, driving her to the hospital for treatment and just giving her pep talks and her being tough about it and, like, really courageous for you know a, a small kid it was did you was get cool emotional at all during this story that he has so. yeah 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 a couple times for sure um because you know though i'm lucky enough not to have been like directly affected by many people who have had cancer um like as far as my family goes at least that i'm i'm completely aware of uh it's hard not yeah to for sure and the jimmy v the jimmy v speech from the espies that year still gets me when i see it man that's a it's a tough one yeah yeah um yeah coach k gets up on the stage and he talks about his buddy jimmy v and Are you Saul, familiar with Saul the video of uh, Jimmy V like running around Anyways, the court um, from his? I think it was maybe North Carolina State when they won that national championship. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's cool thing. Cutting down the net. I, I wonder how much. In, I wonder in totality. Yeah, yeah it's really How many cool. dollars the V Foundation has raised since its inception? I can tell you that over the last 24 years that the wine, I don't, I'm sure they have events across the country. I know they have one in New York, um, but the wine celebration specifically in Napa Whew. has raised $130 million over the last 24 years. Yeah. And a hundred percent of it is, is pushed to, um, pushed to these doctors, pushed to cancer researchers and grants and everything. It's pretty, it is remarkable. Um, and then this year, I think they Since its like formation in 1983, the V Foundation has awarded nearly $290 million in cancer research grants nationwide. That is amazing. That's amazing. Mm. So you didn't end up buying the $200,000 bottle of wine. Was there anything more in like the $75, $200 range?
Now there was an Aaron, a signed Aaron Donald jersey in a silent auction, and uh, you know you can bid with your uh, you can bid with your phone, I guess. And so I got online just to see like how much is this, and uh, it was like no bids placed. Like, <laughs> ah, I'll put in a hundred bucks, and then I went to do it, and it was like minimum six hundred and seventy-five dollars to start. And you're like, oh, uh, you know what? I'll just like um, I'll print out a number ninety-nine and I'll forge his signature. Did your in-laws bid on anything? No, no, they did not. The only person, uh, well, the the people who were hosting us graciously um, did bid on like it was like a uh, uh, going to like a Screen Actors Guild Awards, like as a guest or something like that, and then made a pretty sizable donation at the end. But um, no, the only other person, the only person who bid on something <laughs> was. Was uh, my wife and Man, then Rose? Uh, that would have been Dino. crippling. It would have been crippling, and um, I'm really happy that we didn't get it. And we had a nice talk about how it scared the shit out of me last night. Um, so it's all good uh, because we didn't spend any money on that, and nor on any other thing. So. Um, it's all good, but, uh, shit, yeah, alcohol, it will. man, alcohol gets you, especially when you see other people like throwing their paddles up for like 70 K on something, you know, hundred thousand, 200,000, uh, it's in the company that we were with, it's, e it's probably pretty easy to feel emboldened, but, um, Damn, that would have like. <sighs> well, I'm glad. Ruined us. Not as a couple, I'm saying, just as people financially. You would have been selling your house this, and moving in, in with the in-laws. I definitely we would have had to either take out an extra mortgage or uh, sell well, the house. Well, can I? Can we? Can I? Can I tell you about my? I was so glad of. Yeah, let's move on to something else. What What else you got? I was in Chicago, and yeah. I want to start off by saying uh, I've, always loved where, I've always loved where I've lived and grown Chicago. up. I'm a huge Cardinal and Blues fan. Um, I've always thought I liked some of the small town feelings and aspects that St. Louis brings to the table. But after spending five nights in Chicago, I am convinced that I need to move somewhere a little more vibrant than what St. Louis is bringing to the table. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I, I mean, it's just... Do tell. It's just awesome. I mean, I... Okay, so negatives. I would not have a car. I wouldn't drive around that city, walk everywhere, or I guess take transportation or whatever, but, um, it, you know... I, you know, I love how if yeah, I the train, right? a fucking gyro at one in the morning, I can make that happen. If I want tacos at 2.30 in the morning... I can probably make that happen. In St. Louis, if you don't eat by like 9 p.m., you're getting McDonald's or Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so food availability late night. 
is definitely yeah. and a big I mean draw as a single city. guy I was also just I was awestruck at the concentration of beautiful women in the area I'm sorry St. Louis does not have that at least not in the circles I run in they were everywhere they were everywhere did I do anything about it no we already know the answer to that but it was there for the for the it was there if if I wanted if I could have if I could have done it it was there to be done but you know um, we did the Windy City Smokeout, the barbecue and country music festival. Country music's not really my cup of tea, yeah. but country girls, was I found out, are my cup of tea. And I found out how much I like really short jean shorts and cowboy boots and cowboy hats. Um, and they were everywhere. They were everywhere. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you feel if you hadn't grown up in St. Louis that your opinion would be different, even if you'd spent the last 20 years in in St. Louis? Um, because... I'm sorry, I don't fo- say that again? Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So I guess... Um, if you hadn't grown up in St. Louis, do you feel like your impression or what you're saying right now about like the beautiful women be and all the aspects? Like, um, just about, well, I guess more so about, uh, I'm not asking, I'm not asking this clearly. Um, about, you're saying like, at least in the circles you run in, you don't see these. You're not viewing um, St. Louis or the women of St. Louis, any more specifically, as necessarily uh, attractive. I don't really know women. Yeah, or I really a, don't know what or to make of it. Like, even attractive. like on on like Tinder and Bumble, I had those things fired up while I was up there, and just the quality of the swiping was was head and shoulders above what St. Louis has to offer, and. I mean, I'm sure it has, I mean, just in raw numbers, a city like Chicago is going to probably have more attractive people, more unattractive people, just more of everything uh, than a place like St. Louis. Um, yeah, I don't know, right. man. I don't know. I, I guess Chicago is kind of, I don't know if it's an entertainment hub, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of like, re- like I walk down the Magnificent Mile and there's... There's obviously jobs to be had there. Attract a young professional woman there to work in retail or something. I don't know. In fact, well, we're not. I'm not going to go into that on the podcast. But yeah, I uh, it. I don't know. I don't really know what to make of it. All I know is that um, I. It makes me feel like I wish I would have maybe in my 20s gotten the opportunity to live somewhere else like you have. I'm envious of you in that regard. Um, I guess the reason that I ask is because moving to a new city or a big city helps you see some of that 
with fresh eyes, I think. And even just vacationing or like taking that five days um, would, gives you, sometimes you come home and you see things in fresh colors. So um, I understand the draw of wanting to, <laughs> I never liked framing it as like wanting to get out. It was more like wanting to just yeah, no, go I... there as opposed to leave St. Louis or something. Um, it was more like, I want to be, I want to spend my time over here for a little while and check out what this has to offer because maybe I can get euros at 2 a.m. Um, or maybe well, the even, quality of the swipe even something is that, like, much higher. I'm still uh, you know? I'm about halfway so, through this I round the draw. 75 hard, so I'm still doing two workouts a day, including one outside. So every morning, first thing, I'd get up around 5, 5.30, and I just left the hotel and went mm-hmm. for, like, jogs and walks. And there's just so much more to see doing that. Like, I went down by Lake, I, I guess that's Lake Michigan, like, down by the Navy Pier, and... Like the scenery mm-hmm. for my my exercise was like I got home yesterday yeah. and I had to do an outdoor exercise, so I went for a walk, and I'm just walking through the streets of South St. Louis, and I love where I live, but like it was much more enjoyable just to go for a walk or a run in Chicago than it was in St. Louis, and maybe that's just because I'm used to St. Louis and it was something new and sexy and different, but it was just like everything, the food, the people. The the scenery just it's enticing, man. I kind of want. I wish I would have done that earlier in life because now I feel like I know thirty seven is not old, old, but I feel like I feel like I'm past my prime for like picking up and moving and starting over in like a new place like that. Feels like something I should have done at twenty seven, not thirty seven. Um, well, you kind of headed off what I was going to say there that I don't think you're too old. Um, and so you mentioned the food, the scenery, like the location, the, uh, women, um, and just the vibe. I mean, you like the culture. You want to spend time in that culture and it doesn't matter if you're 37 or 67 um, in my opinion, and that this look, this is easy for me to say because um, I did I did take off at 25, um, so it's probably easy easier for me to say. But like, I, I just I moved to my fourth city last year um, at 36. Um, I, was, I was married, so maybe it's a different situation. But even like going to San Diego or going to Los Angeles was um i don't know i get it i get the draw and i'm an advocate for it for uh for oh i like that i like that airplane uh, on the way down um and i mean that's that's kind of how i've been doing things uh every time that i switch cities um i quit my job and just try to figure it out <laughs> when I get there. But the important part was that, that to me at least, was that I get there. So um, I that is, this excites me because uh, 
I'm not going to tell you to sell your house, quit your job and go. But I'll promise you if, if you do something You probably like that, learn a lot about yourself. I don't think you're gonna regret kind it. of decision making and it's like a real baptism by fire kind of thing and you figure it out, you you sink or swim and you I think me and you are both swim <laughs> kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I don't accept the idea of thinking. Remember um so there's uh yeah uh Nick Minner. Um he I remember he went out to California uh maybe like right after high school or something. And he came back because I think he something like either he ran out of money or he just didn't it wasn't working for him. And I remember being in like his driveway or something like that, hearing him talk about the story <laughs> and how he really missed hamburger as a pizza topping, which is I could whatever. Um, and I remember thinking to myself at the time, like, wow, if I go, I will take out loans. I will do everything I can not to return yeah. feeling like I have my tail between my legs. And I, um, not to disparage a guy who's passed away um, by any means. It's just, it felt like maybe he could have given it a harder swing than he did. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not Nick Winner. But um, I, was, I knew that I was going to go broke before I came back um, feeling like I hadn't found some measure of success. So, yeah, you're right. It's, we're both swim guys. Um, yeah. So, fucking... Along, well, everybody. other than just kind of falling Become in Michael love with Pell. the big city feel, it was a really fun trip. There was probably like 60 or so barbecue restaurants from around the country that had tents set up side by side in like a U shape. And uh, I mean, there must have been tens of thousands of people come through there, maybe more. I might be underestimating. Um, it was Thursday through Sunday. Usually the gates opened around one or two o'clock. People loaded their their uh their wristbands with money and then they could come through and buy drinks and uh try different barbecue from all over the place as a worker i had a red wristband you can read what mine said right there so yeah so um we were a big hit yeah, people loved after. our food i mean i guess uh, i mean i know we have kind of a good reputation here in st louis but i don't think i realized how widespread Sugar Fire's reputation is. There was people that were from all over the place walking up, talking about having heard about us or tried us before. I mean, we had lines of people 50, 60 deep at times, and uh, we sold out right. of everything we prepared every day. And, you know, it seemed to happen a little earlier every day. And then... Yeah, at the end of, they had music starting at around three o'clock every day. Nice. Like I said, country music is not really my cup of tea. There was some cool headliner names. I'm going to kind of read them to you. So, th oh, go ahead. Wait. Well, Thursday night, the headliner was Willie Nelson. No, keep going, keep going, sorry. Not super into his music, but I respect the legend Ooh, that he is. On the road again. I did not see him perform.
I guess so. We we left before he yeah. would have went was on everyone stage, just so I didn't weed? experience any of Willie, but he was Thursday. Friday, again, somebody who I don't necessarily love, but I respect, Tim McGraw. Uh, I saw some pictures. Yeah, I saw some pictures from oh, that. Nice. Was pretty dope, but we were not there for that either. I like Tim McGraw. Uh, I'm going to skip over Saturday and come back to it. Sunday night was Miranda Lambert. Yeah, wasn't she like You're a thinking American of Adam Idol Lambert, who um, actually, I believe person, he or am was I thinking of Adam Lambert? <laughs> touring with... I think he was touring with Queen, maybe as Freddie Mercury. It was Thursday night. I could be wrong about that. But anyway, uh, yeah, didn't stay for Miranda Lambert on Sunday. But nice. Saturday was one of my favorite artists of any genre. And I made sure to stay for his performance. Everybody else on my team left. Um, so I was at the United Center by myself, just vibing out. Fucking Sam Hunt. Do you know Sam Hunt? Uh, one, he's definitely my favorite country artist. I don't artist. know anything about Sam He's Hunt. probably in my top ten of just artists in general. I saw him a handful of years ago at the Fox Theater. No. What's the what's a small concert venue in Columbia, Missouri? I saw Sam Hunt at the Blue Note in Columbia, Missouri Blue Note. a handful of years ago when he was just kind of up and coming. And it was good then, but this was on another level, man. They There was so many people. I tried to get kind of close to the stage before he even went on, like a good half hour before he started. And there was so many people. I just got claustrophobic and turned around and swam back downstream. Um but it was great, man. And again, I've done a lot of concerts this year, most of which has been by myself. And once again, I found myself in a position where I was at a concert all alone, just rocking out. And it was fucking great. Mm -hmm. And you, uh, you not necessarily by choice, but that's just, I, I do what I got to do. Because I told myself, 2022 is going to be the year of live music. And so far, I've seen New Edition, Jodeci, Her, um, Jesse McCartney, Pitbull, Diplo, and now mm -hmm. Sam Hunt. And most of those have been alone, and it's fine. I like... Uh, and I'm going to tell you this. I don't know. If, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Let me ask you that. Uh, best concert I've ever been to was actually here in Napa before I lived now, here. Now, I don't know if it you was, had this um, feeling after. It was Stevie Wonder. I don't know if you've had this feeling after uh, Stevie that's, Wonder or any other concert. But if I go to a show and I just love it and it's a vibe... I almost feel like for days after the concert, I have almost like a form of like postpartum depression. Does that make sense? And oh. you find like, um, it was yeah, such a I high, such a vibe. Because, and you, because I, it I'm was sure everybody does this after the concert, 
for a while you kind of listen to a like a lot of music from that artist just to kind of relive the music that you saw that you had such a good time so i've been doing that with sam hunt after the concert oh, yeah. and then absolutely. i found out yesterday absolutely that this weekend on friday night sam hunt is playing the illinois state fair in springfield illinois It's like central Illinois. It's Wait, like an hour and a half, maybe two That's hours from Illinois. St. Louis. And Is then it? on Saturday night, he's playing in okay. Sedalia, Missouri at the Missouri State Fair. So that phone call I took oh. that phone call I took right before uh, we no, started that, recording yeah. was my buddy Chris, who was confirming that he's in for the Saturday road trip. We're going to see Sam Hunt on Saturday in Sedalia. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure. I work Friday morning, probably like 9 to 4. I may fuck around and drive to Springfield and see him at the Illinois State Fair, too. I think I should do it. I'm tempted you know, to do I, both I, of them. Do it. Just do it. That's fine. It, it, it might be. It might be a lot. I mean, it's a. That's not, it's not, to me just right now. It sounds like a lot, but I, I'm not the one going. And to after so seeing what kind of fucking cowboy boot wearing Daisy Duke I think you got to go. These are at these shows. I think I should go to as many of them as I could possibly go to. Okay, you know what? I was going to stop you there for for a second because you said two things during this whole podcast. Um, well, you said more than that. But one is country music <laughs> isn't my cup of tea. But I specifically wrote down this one that says country my, girls okay, are my okay. cup of tea. How about this? I love when we come up with ideas for like my dating life oh, God. that sound fun, but I don't implement. I kind of want to have a shirt screen printed for these this concert experience that says... Country girls are my cup of tea. What do you think? <laughs> my if sister has a... Uh, I would love that. And I'll I don't know what it's called, but she has the capability, I think, to make t-shirts. I'm pretty sure I can get that done rather easily. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, it. Okay, get it done. But and then it's something you can go to the gym, part, of the entire week in Chicago <laughs> was when I, okay, so I did some performance enhancing drugs near the end of the day on Saturday, just to really catch the vibe. And I'm wandering around and these eyes saw something that it has never seen before. Okay. And I went back to the group and I told them, I said, you guys are not gonna believe what the fuck I just saw. And I told them what I saw and they didn't believe me. They thought I was just bullshitting or it wasn't really what I saw. And I said, I hope she comes through the line because you need to see this for yourself. Not two minutes later, this person that I saw, I see them in the sugar fire line. I ran back to the back of the tent where the boys were. I said, it's go time. So, so I need to stop being so vague. So what I saw was a woman. <laughs> okay with two heads 
Did I send you the vi did I show you the video? You forwarded no, not a video, but you sent you sent a photo and I yeah, so I almost overlooked then it later on during I, it, Sam it, Hunt, I kinda stayed it, it in was one so place. Bizarre. But then I decided near the end to move around a little bit. So I find an area where I can see the screen a little better. And I look and I see these two heads bopping around in front of me. And who is it? It's the girl with two heads. So I did a little re... Okay, obviously, you don't see that every day. I'm 37. Wow. And that's the first time I've ever that seen that in person. So I'm not really trying to poke fun. It's yeah, just, I've never, it was I've a never rare seen anything like that. It catches you off guard. Um, but I did a little research. They are, I think, in their late 20s, early 30s. And they each have their own brain, obviously. They have their own spinal cord. They have their own set of, they have each have a set of lungs. Yep. And okay. the left head controls the left extremities and the right head controls the right extremities. They had to learn to crawl. Yeah, in unison. Almost, That's how yeah, I would, but with two legs. Oh, gosh, together. It's like a three-legged race. Gosh, that I, that is crazy. It's a um, medical marvel. Well, it's just, I can't even comprehend what that would be like. It is. I want to give props to them for lungs, going out and about because uh, I feel like I would be so self-conscious. I would never even probably leave the house. So props to them for going out and doing it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think um, maybe we should finish up with just some applause for, for both of them. I, we did have some us, funny jokes that we you. just said for comedic value. We Keep didn't doing mean, not, what you're doing. When I say we, I don't mean you. Me and the guys, you know. Like, I'm just going to give one of the cleaner ones as our finish here. But I was wondering if they had to get sure. one wristband or two. Okay. I would imagine just one. I would imagine. Um, I don't know. I'm curious if they get like. And how many seats discount, do they need on a plane? Or if it's just it's just known as a discount. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. I mean, there's a point. Does Delta be like one ticket for spine, or? One ticket per per set of legs. Yeah. yeah, that's and to be a teacher is um, crazy because those kids are they're ruthless at times, and, and I bet they've heard whew. all of them. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Taco. All right, well, sir, I got to. Uh, it's always great to talk to you. A little din din, Taco Tuesday, and uh, it's been an honor speaking with you here. Um, I got our, I got a note. And uh, we'll, uh, I got to devote some time to, to producing this correctly. So um, watch out, fans. 
little ifsters out there, big ifsters, little and big ifsters, and double-headed ifsters. We, we need will, to get them on the pod. <laughs> we will be coming at you soon with lots of content. Oh, fuck. That it may be a realistic we'll talk to you later. Thing. Um, yeah. Bye. All right. Well, uh, 